Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Times the Grind, and welcome to episode 12. 12 episodes in, 12 days of Christmas, 12 rings. No, seven rings. You know something? Yeah. I like forgot our podcast name for a second. And then when you said that, I was like, damn, that's a good name. Do you know what's funny? So did I. Really? And my brain just like went on like auto mode. Went for it. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. that was. I thought, like, I, was, that was I, really thought weird. I was about to as well. Weirdly, yeah, because like you but know it's when you're a good just name. So... I heard it and I was like, whoa, that's good. It's a great name. Yeah, guys, <laughs> can I ask a question? Do you like our podcast name? Because I think it's quite smart. It's a play on words. Like obviously, we're testing out coffees every week. Two times the grind. Two times the grind of esports. You know, player host. It's double the yeah. grind, and we grind. I know that was random, but I'm being really serious. No, I know. Yeah. I love our name. I know. Remember when I and when it came to me and I I went up to you and I said, "What about this?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Hear me out on the explanation." What a wicked name, isn't it? Great job. Wicked name. Anyway, welcome everybody. So lovely to have you back here. Thank you so much for coming back around and happy Wednesday. Hope everyone's having a wonderful week and I hope this gets you through the hump that is a Wednesday. Now, today, what have we got on the menu for you? Well, I hope you're hungry because we got some big eats, haven't we? We've obviously got the major coming up very soon. We've had quite the week call, call of duty talk we've had quite the week in call of duty quite the week it's mm-hmm. been i mean this season's been nothing short of drama has yeah, it i said been, this on it's been pretty intense i've said this on the broadcast that we're competing with netflix top 10 at the moment with yeah. the amount of drama in our season <laughs> like 100 percent. there's You're so much going on You're i did say on the broadcast and i thought it was like spot on yeah because so much goes on like there is always something happening i feel like every single week we're like boy what a week you know what yeah. I, like do you know what i mean um i like it there's storylines in yeah. and out of game and I, I really i've really been enjoying this season is there any way you want to start today apart from obviously wait hold on the coffee hold on hold the phone let me have a sip because clearly i'm not in the zone you don't normally have a sip i feel like until actually no you do not. i do when we when we talk about yeah. hello everybody welcome <laughs> <laughs> okay so coffee on today's episode yeah. number 12 is not your average joe this was kindly gifted to us by uh, dawn and dawn. john some family friends of ours they're lovely 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 people um love you guys thank you so much for sending this in um this is by a, a brand called coffee talk which is, I just think, is spitting image of what yeah. we're doing here. So love that. Um, Fits the show, doesn't it? It does fit, fit the show. Um, this was hand roasted. It's an Italian roast. It is a dark roast. Um, it's fresh ground coffee. And the back doesn't say too much about it. So there's no like tasting notes or anything as um, some of the other ones that we've had. But it was roasted in the USA. Ingredients coffee that's a good start and on the back it does read when the moment requires a delicious coffee break brew up a pot of this artesian roast gourmet coffee take an average date and make it exceptional this is delicious and it's anything but average so i love that already yeah okay then so first sip i already had like three sips oh, okay <laughs> well did you not second, have a sip didn't I did, you no, already I did. have yeah one? i did second sip <laughs> Say, i'm I a like, hot mess yeah. every podcast I, I think people are probably like jesus she's nuts yeah. in real life isn't she this is well you know what technically it's your off day because you're not you know yeah mondays are usually so the off day yeah so um but this is a monday technically for us guys i, ha- I hate i Tuesday. hate i hate breaking that illusion yeah. though this is a wednesday we've got up we've got up at 4 a.m to do <laughs> to do this um yeah i i do i'm just a bit nuts in real life anyway but whatever you are the best way mm. Uh, we brewed this coffee in a um, cafetiere, which is a French press. Um, 
and we've poured it with some cream and some sugar, some actual sugar and actual cream and very, very delicious so far. Like I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, you know, can I say We're something? trying to get the ratio of the French press right. Is that what you're going to mm-hmm. say? Yeah, but what I was going to say, I had a sip of it. I actually really like it. Yeah, me too. I love it. Like once, I, once we figured it out a little bit. Yeah. Can like, you pass me my water, please? Yeah. I'm very when, thirsty. When we first tried it, it was a little bit strong, like a little bit too yeah, strong. Thank but you. But I think that we, I think that's our fault. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm trying to get the ratio of French press. Do you know how many guys? Anybody who is a French press pro, can you let us know for two people? What's the correct what ratio? What is the correct ratio of coffee, coffee to and water? water? Like, what would you say is a good ratio? Someone help us out. Thank you very much. I'll be yeah. digging through the comments for that. Anyway, back to Call of Duty. You did the coffee today. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coincidence. I did do the coffee today. Mm. Hold on. This is. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, this has happened before. And second of all, is it not great now? Yeah, it is. We figured delicious. it out. It's delicious. Anyway, call, so, call, call of Duty, Duty League. Yeah. Um, let's Can't just talk about- Can have your water on the table on a coffee show? I, I can, actually. I can. If Hex can have his water on a table during his podcast, I can have mine. His, co- his podcast isn't about coffee. I know, I'm thirsty. Do, do these people <laughs> want to see me shrivel up and die on, in front of them, in front of their very eyes? I'm saying after, when you finish drinking Do your water. You? <laughs> when you finish drinking your water. Okay, so Call of Duty. Call of Duty League. So Crazy stuff. Kind of a crazy week. Obviously, the first week that Very we crazy. had seen Hook uh, perform with LA Thieves, and it was his debut with them. Um, it was also kind of a, an interesting tale of of things in terms of the deciders for winner bracket and yeah. an elimination it actually, bracket. It was a really intense week. It was a really intense of that. week. There's three way as a three way tie at one point. Um, so there's a lot to talk about. And I think I think the first thing that comes just immediately to my mind, uh, uh, we should just talk about. We're not going to do this in any order in terms of the schedule. The team the schedule. Let's just talk about optic. What happened with optic oh, there and phase? Because because okay, so I'm I'm going to drink my water when I ask you this question. Yeah. Because Are I have a lot to... to talk about this, like yeah, in depth. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm a lot... well, I mean, it's all over the TL, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So... Well, I just didn't know. You know, I yeah. didn't know if you could give your thoughts, and it would just be me kind of thing. You know. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really give too much of a yeah. thought on because it, but like... I can talk about yeah, it. Okay. Um, I feel you. So, obviously, what happened in terms of phase and optic? You know, this match was a deciding match as well. So optic had to win that three and one or three and zero. Oh, yeah. Uh, in order to leapfrog over LA Thieves as well. Uh, and make, to make the winners make bracket, the winners bracket. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately they went two and oh down which sorry i just kicked Watch you under the table sorry there. about Holy. that sorry <laughs> hammer of thawed so they went two and oh down and from that point on it was game over because even if they had mm. won three and two yeah. it wouldn't have been enough in terms of the tiebreaker um so uh, it was just a disaster all around, wasn't it? There was all yeah. sorts of things happening. The gameplay that we were watching was just ridiculous. Dashi dropped seven, was it seven kills? Mm-hmm. Yep. As an AR in a respawn, which is just in the first almost hard unheard point. of. Yeah. Envoy had the worst uh, KD ratio of all time Apparently this he had season. a point four. Did he actually have a point four? I don't Do you know. know? I, I, don't I just know. That's what someone told me. So take it with a grain of salt. But that's what someone told me. So I think what A-Train told me. Although A-Train is a diehard optic fan. So A-Train, and you're listening. I have faith that you're correct. Yeah, I have faith in that as well. Yeah. Um, and also A-Train. He's A-Train. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, it just wasn't good all round just from watching at the time. And then and, and then after in. the match, the timeline was just popping off and yeah. all sorts of things were happening and being talked about. And, you know, obviously people were upset 
there was talks about an email there was talks about you know the ping there's talks about the server there's talks about the host apparently there was miscommunication and optic played phase on phases uh, on an atlanta server which is where they're at so basically they were going up against a quad host um which is really rough no doubt about it like i like i kind of said this right because i talked about on my stream today because you know we always talk call of duty over there um but naturally huh naturally yeah and i think that it like if i had known that optic was going to play phase on their host i'd pick phase i'll be like oh phase is going to win that you know what i mean come on but i think the problem that people are having with it the ping difference is 11 to 30 which don't get me wrong in a quad host it's going to be rough but like is an excuse to get seven kills? Like, no, it's not. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, it's just, it just isn't. I mean, I know, like, you know, you haven't, like, competed on LAN, obviously. But, like, 11, no. pi- 11 <laughs> ping, 11, 9 ping, yeah. whatever they're on, it's close to LAN. 30 isn't, 30 is, like, it's so hard to say because I get it. it. Like, you're going to have a hard match. I don't think you're going to win. But there's clearly, yeah, like, when you get blown out like that, the way that they did because it wasn't close not one game was close and when you get blown out the way that it did i don't i just i'm not sold on it just being a connection issue i think that's a factor in why you lost somewhat but like let's be honest you get well 100 point club in the hard point search was like 6-2 or something not close 3-0 control right yeah like when i like well, you know, Scump, you know, Scump had tweeted, and he did say yeah. that it wasn't a thousand percent wasn't why they lost. Yeah, exactly. So, but so. then, but they're making it like the rest. The rest of, yeah. Okay. The, the I, problem I is they're making I it such a big, my... they're making it such a big deal, which mm-hmm. like I get because I get why it's so frustrating, and it was a do or die kind of match. Yeah. Somewhat do or die because obviously you still make the major, but you know it's make winners bracket, and that happened. But like clearly, you know, you get beat by NYSL. <sighs> You lost to LA Thieves, and now LA Thieves have only improved. You lose to NYSL, and now you go against FaZe. Like, I get it. You know, I get the frustration. I just think that, like, there comes a point in time in a team's lifespan where it just happened at a wrong time for them. Because I feel like they're already, I'll be honest, I think they're already making a lot of excuses as to why things are going so bad and, oh, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I love, I love Optic. I actually want, really want to see Optic win. Uh, honestly, so I, think I say a lot it, of us I do. say it from a place I, of I love because I've played yeah. for them and I love Hex and I hope they win. But like, I'll just be honest, they make a lot of excuses as to what's happening. And I, I my biggest hope for them, obviously a LAN event is announced now. My biggest hope for them is they're going to go to a LAN event and they're going to win. But I'd be lying to you if I told you I believe that they're going to win it. Yeah. You know, let alone this major. This major, I think it's chalk. I think it's completely chalked up. Unless they catch fire and lose the bracket, I don't see it happening. I just see a lot of fundamental issues. And this is part of the problem. When you go back to like week one, I was telling you about this, right? Yeah. Dashy, all the talent in the world that kid's got, you know, but the, he ran he ran his mouth a little bit. Yeah. You know, yep. when Optic was the best team heading into the first week, they were over there talking about Texas and beating everyone and everything's so good. And then now they start losing and all of a sudden... Dash has had two stages now where I feel I think he's really underperformed this being one of them and then um was it stage two that he was really struggling a little bit and then he turned it around yeah I think it was stage two and um you know like if you're gonna talk a big game you gotta back it up yeah that's it I just think right now I, I feel like Dashi is extremely talented don't get me wrong he is extremely talented he's 
I think it's mental, personally. I just think at the moment he looks a little bit a little bit lost on the map. Like yeah. when I'm when I'm watching him play and stuff, I feel like he's a little bit lost. Listening to the Astro listening as well, I feel like it, if I'm being really picky, mm-hmm. I, I hear him Not happy repeat, with the re- repeating stuff that people are calling out. Yeah. Um, rather than giving his own organic calls or anything else that might be helpful. And that's not enti- the entirety of the comms. Like, I, yeah. I get a snippet. Um, but like, yeah, I just, I wasn't, I just felt like he was a little bit lost. And I feel like they were all a little bit like lost lambs on there. Yeah. And I think he was the most lost. Um, what do you, I, I can't really comment on this just because of my role and stuff, but I can... I can give you the questions. Um, what did you What did you make of you know about the whole uh, host setting and and the email <laughs> that was you know potentially wrong? I think it came at a really then, bad time. And then also the fact that apparently they knew about it before they yeah. played the match. So I I think this whole thing came at a very bad time for them because it was a, a win or lose match, you know, and. I'll be like, I kind of already said, they've been making excuses the whole way through. And I have a, a heart, with the excuses thing, I can't say enough how bad I want to see them do really well. Cause it's just, I, I hate sounding like a hater, but I want to see them win, you know? Um, so I'm never coming from a bad place, but you know, it's pretty obvious when stuff is going wrong because if you're, if you're complaining at the start of the year and you complain through the whole year, like fair enough, you, you haven't been happy from the start. But like you would agree, at the start of the year, they're the best team in the game, arguably with FaZe. Like right, I think they were right there with FaZe at the start. They were talking, they were talking their trash. Hundred percent. I I I had them to win the first major. Formal, I did too. And you know, formal and everyone. They're talking about Texas and how good it is and all this stuff. And then now it's kind of like flipped a little bit of like, oh, can't wait for land. And like I know that everyone's excited for land, obviously, because who wouldn't be? But you know, um, I just think this whole ping thing came at the worst time because they've already been making those excuses um they haven't been on the same page and they've said that like they're not making so many excuses they've you know scump has said he, he thinks that formal and dash you need to play a certain way and they've admitted to it like it's not i don't think they're just solely chalking it up but to land by any means so to their credit it's not like they are you yeah. know do you think that do you think based on what scump was saying do you think that formal and dash you do need to play more ratty because this was said in and i think it was the optic pre-show right yeah, it was in the Optic pre-show. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. Because, like, I I just think I think their pushes are just terrible. I watched, like, um, shout out to Nameless. You know, he's obviously an analyst on the desk. I watched, like, a segment he did. I think it's called, I think it's a series he's doing called The Breakdown. Yeah, where he broke down Where what? he broke down Optic. And it's funny. I yeah, saw, so I literally remember seeing it in-game. And I knew what he was going to talk about. And he broke down their um, Moscow hardpoint. And it... Like, what are you saying? It's so true. Is like, you know, in Cold War, you really have to hit multiple angles and you're sliding in and out and you're doing, you know, like it's, it's a constant thing. But with Optic, like they're just, they're like all hitting one side. And when they're all hitting one side, like in this specific example, and look, I'm not a pro player, so maybe there's a reason yeah. why they did what they did. I don't know. But I quite literally watched Clay because it was on Clay's POV at the time. <laughs> I watched Clay push through mid. Nobody's mid. And I guarantee you his comms were like, they all have to be here. And you see every person on the minimap just turn. They melt them down the street. They were coming from bus. I don't know what you call it, but bus street on Moscow. Yeah. Coming down to um, P3. Mm-hmm. And they get melted. Clay then goes on a rotation, kills them, like comes behind them, yeah. all spawn. So Nameless had a really good breakdown of it. For, one of the, for a team that was supposed to be the best hardpoint team in the game heading into it, 
like it it's just an adapting thing that's been a big problem and i don't think gunfights necessarily is going to be gunfights because of ping being better is going to be the sole fix so yeah. it came it came at a really bad time for them because it's been a consistent trend and i said this to you um they had it in their back pocket like they knew apparently i i don't know I, this is what i make of it they knew right yeah apparently they knew before the match that this was going to be a thing i would have said it right before the match well, you say most people would if they yeah. had a problem with if it. If you had a problem with it, because they didn't, and then they tweeted their GGs, and then solely, and then after the fact, they, um, you know, like were tweeting about it. Yeah. And Envoy went on the flank. Shout out Zuma. Um, went on the flank, and apparently said it was his fault on why this happened. Which then I see Dashi's tweets about something about the ref must have been dapping up phase or must have been. Um, fist bumping banks and throwing up the phase up and it's like why are you then why i, I don't know i don't know the context so full disclosure yeah, different stories there's different, the different st- exactly yeah. like envoy says it's his fault dashi dashi's blaming the ref Scum says 100 not like not the reason that they Scum lost says it's not the reason they lost yeah, formal um formal didn't really say it was the reason he just said it kind of sucks kind of thing yeah, he's he like it's unacceptable which it yeah. is unacceptable yeah I so that. i don't know yeah. i'm nervous for them because can you make a roster change after the land? Do you have any idea of that? I'm not sure. Exactly yeah, I know, and I don't want to put you in position. You don't have to say yeah. or guess, but um, I'm nervous because I think they have to make it work. Um, if they go to the land and don't do well, make a roster change. Yeah. Unless you, unless they for some reason think they're going to pull it together, because I think they have the talent to pull it together. You're not talking about a team that is lacking talent. No, by they're, any means. they're an incredibly talented team. And actually something that we were talking about in the green room was about what their major is going to look like. Yeah. And obviously they're in the elimination bracket now and they're waiting in round two because at least they did have a fairly decent go in the elimination bracket in terms of seeding. So at yeah. least they are waiting the wings to play the team that bumps up from round one. They had a rough two weeks, basically. They did. So they're either going to be playing uh, LAG or Surge. Um and honestly, I I don't I wouldn't I personally wouldn't want to play LAG out of the two. Like mm-hmm. I think that would be I'd, yeah. my first choice would probably be Surge, and I think that's obvious just because Surge literally cannot win a control to save their lives. Their hard point um, also is really bad. Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just a bit of a shambles this week. Yeah. But their control consistently has been terrible, yeah. which is not really the consistent I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, however, just really quickly before we move on into the bracket, just want to give a massive shout out to Nameless. Um, incredible analyst his youtube channel is wicked he uh, streams so if you guys you know kind of want to understand like what mm. we're talking about a little bit further he breaks down so many incredible things like on a weekly basis yeah. so if you want to understand things think, further, um, go and check him out I, absolutely i think uh zuma's show that yeah. he's been doing the flank mm-hmm. it's really good it goes player insight which i think is always cool yeah and it's really fun and it's Zuma, fun yeah Zuma's it's podcast like a, is wicked as well yeah. the flank absolutely incredible too brings on so many different pro players and points of views uh, immediately after games he's streaming constantly throughout the cdl week like directly after the matches so super super cool two channels to definitely yeah. check out guys I, I, so, i'm so like heartbroken over this like i just <laughs> like I'm your, not heart, your heart's I, bleeding green. Yeah, like it really, because I feel so bad now. And I root for a lot of teams. Like I'm not like solely OG, but I do want to see them do really well. Like I'm pumped when they're winning. I'm like pumped. Yeah. You know, and now like I don't mind like if they lose some matches or whatever. Like I'm not a diehard fan where I'm like super sweating it. But when it's like this, like they're starting to lose this bracket. I'm just like, oh my God. You know, yeah. like, I, like because I root for them, but uh, they're just, they're making it tough. And not just them. Like I feel, I just feel bad for what's happening because I know they're trying. It's not like they're not trying to figure it out. And but 
I don't know. How do, you, how do you think Optic will do in the state that they're in at the moment? If obviously like looking at the winner's bracket, depending on who wins what, mm-hmm. gets bumped down to elimination. Yeah. So I, obviously I don't think they, they m- could they could be meeting FaZe or Empire here. Yeah, I don't think like, they, that's I don't, terrifying. I, I don't think they Is that who they play? They play Potent- Empire or FaZe? Potentially, yeah, I think so. Right. I think so, how, with how the bracket works, I'm pretty sure. It's tough because I'm not hundred percent on Empire right now either. You think Optic can beat Empire though? At the moment? I think they could. I don't see them beating anyone in the top four. Like, I don't see them beating Ultra, NYSL, or FaZe. And even, like, LA Thieves. I don't know if they even beat LA Thieves right now. And Florida's looking really good, too. Empire is a little shaky to me. I see them winning round two. You know, like, look, I think they're. Gonna, I think that they can beat LAG or Surge, the other team. I can see them beating that team. My only hope for them is they're going to, like, catch a little bit, you know, maybe, like, catch a dub, and then maybe they get a little bit of rhythm, yeah, you know? Like, if 100%. they play Empire... Well, they did catch a dub going into the Major, which is nice. Hmm? They've caught a dub going into the Major. Optic? No, sorry, sorry, Empire. No, yeah, so I'm talking sorry. about I'm talking about oh, Optic. I, no, you. Yeah, so I thought you were talking about Empire, I think, I think Empire's going to lose the face. Like, I don't think Empire's going to beat face. Right. Um, But, which we'll talk about in a minute. But with Optic, I could see them winning their own, too. If they play Empire, I could see them beating Empire. Because I just I just think they need a little bit. It's been such. So you can see Optic being Empire. Yeah, I can yeah. because okay. I don't think Empire will see. Like I think Empire might still be stronger than them, but you just gotta wait and see. You know, because it's it's not the the Optic team. It's not that they're not capable. Yeah. But the problem is the only reason why I could see them beating Empire is my hope is they're gonna win round two, mm-hmm. and then like they're gonna get a little bit of their. Yeah. A little bit of their swagger, yeah. you know what I mean? Of yeah. like, let's let's get it going. Because I think part of the problem is they got really kind of knocked out of the top four and they're just trying to find themselves of where they're at, you know, mm. and figure out their gameplay. And I don't, they just, they don't look good, but maybe a, a win will bring it back. I think Dashy really has a hard time locking it in well, I personally. Think, I think personally, like adding on to what you said there, I just think, Honestly, it's as simple as they cannot find something that's working yeah. right now. Like they, they can't they catch are, their rhythm. They, they, I mean, you literally One saw player. them try and change the meta because they were like, this isn't working. Yeah. We've got to try something new. So like they are literally trying everything that they can to change something to make it work. And they still haven't found that. And that is a big problem because they, they I also feel they're quite a, like a mental team too. Yeah. And right now they're really down. Um, and obviously they just did not have the the kind of the welcoming into the major that they wanted in their final match. And I mm-hmm. think it's kind of, you know, it's it's disheartening to them. So the fact that they're trying so hard and nothing is working, heading into Where's major three, it does weigh you down. So yeah. it's 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 gonna be really, really rough. Um but moving on from this topic, yeah. I want to ask you about LA Thieves and Empire in particular, because obviously seeing Hook play for the first time with LA Thieves uh, this week was was pretty awesome. Um, but I do want to ask you a couple of questions about it, because something that I did notice is that Hook, obviously incredible player, yeah. absolutely amazing, um, probably the most sought after at the moment, most talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like when I watched him, I felt like he didn't play his life very well. Yeah, I agree. Um, and he was quite risky, quite mm-hmm. a dangerous player, which it sometimes does pull off, but mm-hmm. sometimes it really doesn't. And I can see it affecting the entirety of the game. Yeah. Do you think the the way he plays like that, that kind of fed into maybe what wasn't clicking for some of the Empire roster, which yeah. has led to him being benched? Yeah, probably. I think they probably just got super... I think they made... I think Empire made a really quick decision. 
is yeah. what I think. I think they were really fr- they're coming off winning champs and they're playing Cold War and things aren't going the right way and it could you know it's it's wearing them down you know and it, it did it wore them down to the point where they thought they need to make a roster change. Um, I don't agree with it, but at the end of the day, those guys are winners and I assume they probably know better than me, right? Um, I think that at the end of the day, I think replacing Huke is one of the silliest moves ever. And I 100% agree with what you said. Really great point. He doesn't play his life enough. And when you saw him on LA Thieves, he gets, I think he gets a little bit extra screen time, especially because it's a big matchup. You know, it's a big matchup. He's his first time. And you kind of saw the flaws of like, he's gunning people down. He's getting crazy two pieces, even three pieces. And then he's like over challenging a little bit. But that's like, you just got to get him to reel it in a little bit. Yeah. Which for someone that capable, it's going to happen. Or it can happen. You know, I haven't, I don't know him as much as I did a couple of years ago when he was in Halo, but he doesn't strike me as the person that's just super, no, forget what you're saying. I'm going to do what yeah. I want to do. Well, it doesn't, he doesn't, certainly doesn't strike me as that person either. Yeah. I think maybe, you know, um, such a such a small amount of time coming into that week and maybe not being able to put elements into practice mm-hmm. that they would have liked to. You're trying to do so too much. Far. I think maybe maybe they literally turn around to him and just were like, yo, who, do whatever just, you want. just go off, man. Yeah. Like, do whatever. Just have fun with it. And that, I don't know. Maybe you think that's that, what happened. You think that, like, so they played NYSL. It's the only match that they had. Yeah. NYSL looked great. Amazing. They played, Their hard point is a joke. Yeah. They played pretty so good. good, though, against NYSL. Yeah, like, they it did. It right? wasn't super easy. Um, It wasn't super easy, but it was like, I think Maven and Merck said it. It was just felt like a heavyweight match of like back and forth. Like, yeah. you know, they're getting slays. They're getting slays. It goes round 11 on the SND. You think LA Thieves is a, is a threat heading into these majors? Not necessarily this yeah. one, but like just I, going forward. I definitely do. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, I think if they can find a groove um, with their, this current roster yeah. and they can make something work and Kenny and... Kenny and Hoot can kind of play off one another as AR, as sub. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a really cool dynamic roster. And I think that they would have something that other people don't. Yeah. Because I think all the time you hear about like SMG duos. And, I, and obviously that is just the meta. That's just yeah. how the game works. But I think what, what LA Thieves might have is a little bit more unique than that. Um, just based upon like the vibes. So like Kenny always talks about vibes. And I know it sounds a bit cheesy. <laughs> yeah. But it's quite clearly what drives this team is like feeling good about what they're doing, having fun. Yeah. Feeling like the team are all on the same page. I don't feel like they were on the same page yet. I think that's kind of fundamentally maybe where they Mm -hmm. went wrong there. But the fact that they could get that close to NYSL who have really come a long way with this team who have been like shining this team up, buffing them up, really working on major, major things coming into this next major mm-hmm. and throughout stage three and i've really got it down now like their respawns are looking gold and they're looking damn strong um and and a brand new team with a roster change who kind of let's be honest also brought in drowser and venom not that long ago either mm-hmm. who have constantly been changing it up been improving the fact that they're able to deliver that type of gameplay that back and forth gameplay that close match is really impressive to me and i do think that I do think that Kenny and Hook as like a little duo in terms mm-hmm. of AR and sub would be really, really cool to watch. I think if Kenny can like open lanes for him and then Hook can do what he does best, yeah. get those three pieces and then reel it back in again when he needs to, I think that would be a perfect, I think it'd be a perfect storm. Yeah. I, I don't know if you'll remember this specific thing um, because the match, you know, there's a lot of matches. Um, there's this three piece that Hook got 
on raid right. control. Yeah, no, he gets exactly three piece, what and then about. he and then yeah. he over challenge yep. for the fourth. But when he got that three piece, I was like, this is literally why he's on your team. Because yeah. like plays like that, I mean Jesus, you know. And that's why we'll see what happens. But I, I think they're going to be, I think they're going to be a tough team no matter what. Where they're placed between yeah. Phase Ultra and YSL right now. Um, but I mean, they only improved. I'll think, be honest. They only Hook, improved. I think Hook was just a little over hungry. Yeah. I think that's all it is. Honestly, they on that, on that matchup, I, think the, I think the over, the over challenging and stuff and, you know, like not playing his life just comes from the fact that it was just like, look, he's a, he's a young guy. He's accomplished the past couple of weeks for him. All you can do is see his name everywhere. Like yeah. it's been so like so like pinpointed on him the spotlight small amount of practice so, too yeah, small like amount of practice and it's almost like in that case because you haven't got something to really mm. put down you haven't got a lot to kind of i don't know put in just your back to, pocket in terms of strength trying stuff, to drop 50 you just got to go off man mm-hmm. and like kind of that's probably yeah. what they said to him look you're gonna be feeling good go off man yeah. so i wouldn't be surprised if coming back into this major now you know the past couple of days the past week i'm sure they grind them really really hard right now in order to make sure that they have the best chance this major because i i see them i see them potentially getting i see them having the rematch with new york mm-hmm. um i see them potentially yeah i do yeah florida's been looking good they have but the problem with florida is they're super inconsistent yeah so one week that. one week they're really good one match they're terrible if you literally look at their match record uh, on the graphics we have mm-hmm. it shows like the win loss and it's quite it's quite well highlighted it's like a checkerboard mm-hmm. it's so mm-hmm. on and off randomly 3-0 One empire time, yeah. and then the next time empire, you're looking the, unbelievable yeah. with empire their hard points <laughs> yeah. on checkmate are looking unreal so many gorgeous layers to this hard point like you cannot get through, you cannot break the hill mm. right unreal gunning everyone like pinpoint oh my god yeah um and then the next week suddenly it's just falling apart it's bizarre but i mean that's literally been the season any, any take on why i think honestly young <laughs> I don't know because they're a it's, young team. It's really I don't know. How, I don't know how old Havoc is. Neptune's young. They're pretty. They're all Awakening's pretty young. Awakening's new into it. Havoc. Havoc's so fairly young. He's still in his early twenties. Yeah. Um, I would say. Awakening and Skies have to be on point. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. I That's feel true. like as soon as as soon as Awakening and Skies align, it's perfect. That's yeah. every. It seems to be the most kind of like sense i don't know i guess like makes most sense because it's really hard to see sometimes inconsistencies like that and what is noticeable and what isn't but that to me is the only kind of like tell i think you're i think okay, you're choke. Are you okay <laughs> yeah i think you're 100 percent right because to your credit they've really never gone off at the same time it's always been like awakening goes off one week and they have a really close match but yeah, skies yeah. does yeah. terrible and back then it was skies and select did let's be honest terrible yeah and then like the next week skies has a really good week but awakening doesn't does he does well, okay he's, pretty, he's pretty he's pretty consistent but like you know it, it's mainly comes down to skies and i feel like he's actually getting really really consistent now like i yeah. think he's slowly getting there to his consistent self because florida back in mw skies and awakening were the best slayers in the league remember we talked about yeah. that you know they were the best slayers in the league i but, yeah 100%. but they in this year just haven't been able to consistently do it as a duo awakening is really consistent but i still think even him sometimes just not yeah i mean yeah i I think it's 
I think it does come down to that. And I've, we've said it before about how, you know, we have hot and cold players and yeah. what would happen if everyone was playing their best yeah. on the day and stuff <laughs> like that. Um, and honestly, I just think it's funny. I actually said this in a round table, but uh, that's literally just come out and call a duty mm-hmm. league, funny enough. We were talking about ultra and about their success and kind of like, why, how, why? Yeah. Why did this suddenly, just suddenly, yeah. the stars aligned, the sun came out and it was like, oh my, this is a different team. Completely. I mean, look at their record before and they're 5-0 and stage three. What Major the hell? Major hit and all of a sudden, boom. Pushed face to second mm-hmm. seed. I mean, so it was second, funny that we... Seed? It's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Phase, phase, phase didn't get... Yeah, they came second. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah in their, sorry, in their group. I was thinking because of um, phaser first and seed like points, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why points. I got confused. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, whoa, they yeah, caught yeah. up that fast. Second, but yeah. Because no, they're I not they're you. not in round two of winners I bracket either. Yeah. Um, but it was funny that we've spoken previously hypothetical because I love when stories come around full circle. It's like yeah. my favorite thing as a broadcaster <laughs> as well. It just makes me so happy. I literally said in the round table, which I don't think Maven really understood when I said it, yeah. but it's okay. Whatever. I'll explain it here with you guys. Um. I said before to you, mm-hmm. and I've said it on the show as well, what would happen hypothetically if every single player on a team was to play their best, their best. every single match? Yeah, I remember that. Ultra. You're watching it. That is what happens. So like every single player on Ultra right now is playing out of their damn mind. Yeah. Not one I of agree. them is slacking. Not one of them is not doing their job. And not one of them is like not doing well on KDs at all. Their stats are incredible. They're all doing their jobs perfectly. They're playing every single map. They have a really nice deep map pool. They've expanded it to the high heavens. And they're clutching up. And they're clutching when they need to. Mm -hmm. That is what happens when every single player is playing like to their potential. That is what happens. Um, Unreal, like unbelievable. But the thing, that's what I'm saying is like now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they are the best team that we have in the league hypothetically. So right now they are 100%. I, I don't know if you can question it because they are. But if FaZe were to do that and every single player on FaZe to play to their potential, yeah, I think they might leapfrog Ultra. Oh, yeah. I think FaZe is one of the most talented roster. Like, I don't think exactly, it's even... Exactly, but, but the problem is they're just not. Like, no, yeah, there's they're always just not some, tiny little, yeah, some kind happens, of little thing that just time. pushes you know, pushes teams back. And I think it just happens on a weekly basis. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If NYSL win this major, because I think there's a chance. Yeah, I think there is a chance too. If they win this major, would you say they're the best team? Um... I wouldn't say that they are the best team. Beat phase. But I would say that they have the potential to be. Yeah. Because but would you say like for me, best team right now? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Because like with, with Hydra to... coming in, their first match with Hydra, mm. they beat phase. Then they, they lost their next one, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100%. Okay. I think it honestly depends on like what happens in the what major. What happens? Like because how good like, are they? Because like if they get to a, if they get to the final, obviously it's a best of nine final, and it comes down to literally the last game. Yeah. And it's like and round eleven. An ultra win. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And whatever. I think or it's, phase win even. Sorry, phase yeah. or or New York win. I think it's really hard to tell because I think it's situational at that yeah. point. I think when we looked at the first major and phase won the first major and the scoreline of that best of nine was so unfun mm-hmm. for everyone watching yeah. like there was no competition you mm-hmm. could not deny that phase were the best in the league by a mile at that point because of the score and the way that they had had that journey in the major and the, and the stage so 
I think if New York win this and they go all the way, depending on the journey that they take, depending if they have a smoke show on every single match, mm. depends on what I think in terms of like how good they are into and, and how they stack up compared to other teams. And I'll tell you why. It's because there's no consistency. Yeah. So like, I think for me to think or recognize you are a top team or you are the best team we have right now, I feel like I need to see consistency. If FaZe win it, they're the best team again. I think if you have to, I think, they yeah, won the yeah, first yeah, one, yeah. they got I second, think and they win it if again. They, if they win NYSL it, based, a little based on their though. record being yeah. four and one, it's a four and three one. Yeah, four and one, four and one, four and one. Based on that With record, with NYSL to me, being their only loss, exactly. Game then five. I would say that they are the best in the team, yeah. just be, best in the league, sorry, because of the consistency there. And I think if New York win this, and then they go on to have an epic stage four, yeah. then I would say yeah, they are. Like you know, I, I that's kind of what happened. Because I wouldn't last last major when yeah. Ultra won. You wouldn't say they're the best. I, I would not have said yeah. they are the best no, in the league. They're not. I wouldn't have said that. I agree. But I think it's strange because it's like major is the the ultimate thing yeah. to represent well, like who wins only, that stage. It's hard though. The only reason why it's interesting and why I wanted your opinion on it opinion on it is because Ultra just like came out of nowhere. Like Ultra just like was kind of like bottom tier in the league overall. Major happened and they beat everyone and you're like what the hell? But you wouldn't put them above. Yeah, like you wouldn't rank them above phase still. And then now they went undefeated in their group and you're like, okay, they're, yeah. I think they are the best team now, especially looking like phase is struggling a little bit, but you know, with NYSL, the reason why I asked that is because, you know, they, they bring on, um, Hydra, they beat phase. Um, I can't remember. I swear they lost, but I don't remember. Paco looks great by the way. Yeah. Great. Fit. Oh yeah. He's slaying out. And th- I, did they, I, I know I do this all the time. They played. What are you trying to say? They beat FaZe 3-2. Yeah. Their ne- very next match, did they win or lose? Like, I can't... I, oh, man. Because I wasn't prepared to talk about this. And now I can't remember. There's so many matches. It doesn't matter. But anyway. Wasn't it Optic? No, that was this week. Uh, oh, wait. When we, what week are you talking about? <clears throat> I don't know. They played FaZe with Hydra and they beat him. And then I swear they went to, like, either Game 5 and it was really close or they lost. But anyway, then they go and beat LA Thieves. Right? Like with a hyped up Hugh. Granted, mm-hmm. I don't think other thieves are a hundred percent yet. But if they go on to win it in a really like good fashion, I could say they're the best team. Because yeah. with Hydra or with Hydra, they go beat phase right away and then you go win the major right away. I mean, it's not like Ultra where you struggled for long periods of time and then you randomly won, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. So which which one are you talking about? You're talking about the week before, yeah, right? I think it might have been, I think it was the week before, yeah. Paris. Okay, so they played London and they, they lost. Um, That's they what lost it was. London. They lost yes, to they London. lost to London three to yeah. two, which was really surprising. Beat phase and they lose to London. But this is what I'm talking about. This is the bleep this out shit storm that can happen this <laughs> yeah. season, right? Because Anything's possible. it just it just is like it doesn't make sense sometimes. Sometimes it just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever, and then my pickums are absolutely. <laughs> They beat FaZe with their first series with Hydra, and you're like, oh, shit. And then they lose to London, that and you're like... That was the... It was, it was the game yeah. changer and that S&D. God, their hard point's so good, though. The hard point's insane. I think they have it's a real insane. good shot at winning it because of how good their hard point is. And I yeah. think their search is really solid, too. I don't know. Yeah, their search... Could say their search I feel like you could say a lot of teams would win it, though. Their search is really solid, I think, obviously. I think... What, what, what would you say about search, okay? Based on like what we've seen so far this in 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 the season and in the league, do you think people's searches are completely different based on who they're playing? 
Because like, if you think about it, I know that obviously you have offense and defense and mm. there's strategic uh, roles that you play uh, depending on what side you're on at the time. Yeah. Um, but like, for example, like the offense that you play or the defense that you play as a team, do you think that has any any kind of like major effect on who you're playing? Yeah, like, 100%. Like you, what you guys are doing, like is it clashing with certain people? Like for example, what London does on S&D, is that just like completely comparable to like what lag will do yeah. on s and d so no. it's like i they don't line up very well with london when it comes to s and d because their strats are just not working with what they do and what they like how yeah. they set up it, with the it, defense uh, and stuff 100 percent because it could be either um like you can be it, amazing it, it, with it, everyone else it, but there's well, that one so team it you can be it could be either you get countered because london let's yeah. use london this example. example yeah you can get countered because maybe they did their research and they picked up on what you're doing and they read you like a book yeah or maybe they accidentally counter you to where they just do some kind of default strat that shuts you down. You know what I mean? Like they just do their random default. You go here, you go here. And accidentally, it just yeah. happens to yeah. counter you. Absolutely. So yeah, like 100%. It's 100% a thing. Yeah, maybe maybe honestly at that point in time, just because of how good their hardpoint looks, even even in those um, results. I mean, it was like, what, 180 to 250 mm-hmm. in some cases, 160. Um, but the fact that their hardpoint looks so good, the control's a little bit bitey. The fact it was a 3-0 to yeah, London, that that's, a a, like, that's a bit bitey considering that's a respawn as well. Um, and it's kind of like the I love th- child of S&D and hardpoint kind of. I think they kind of overlooked them a little bit on that one, personally. You beat FaZe, you go up against London, you're probably like, it's going to be, you know. Complacency, never. Yeah. You cannot, in this season, no matter who you're going to play We've seen Surge be ridiculous at times. Some some games. Yeah. You've been like, what that's the what hell? That's what I'm saying. Though. I think I think especially like, in online matches, I think Surge it's difficult. Surge can be an incredible team when they're all playing well. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, it's true. Um, but you just can't. This league, you cannot be complacent with anyone. Every single oh, so every upsets. single team is capable of winning. Yeah, I agree. I swear to God. Well, I mean, look again. Look at Ultra. I don't know what happened, but look at them. Ultra. The Ultra were at the bottom of the damn pile. Yeah. <laughs> and now they're five and zero in stage yeah. three. Win the major five and zero. No, it could happen to anyone. You know, you catch fire. Any other teams you want to talk about? Just Empire. To think. Last topic, maybe Empire. Yeah. Um, Empire. Let me just quickly get up this week because there was a game I really wanted to talk about. I just want to make sure I have mm-hmm. the right score in my head as well. Um, and it was against it was against um Mutineers, how but long, I just want to double check. Talking for. I'm not sure, love. God, this goes so, so, so quick. Okay, actually, I can tell you. Forty-five minutes. Oh, okay. And you feel this way? When we talk, I lose all sense of time. Oh yeah, completely. You know as well. Yeah, it goes by like it's like in a split second. Um, right, Dallas home series. Mm-hmm. They played the Mutineers. It's just the game I want to talk about, and got and Dallas got three and zero. Right. I'm just opening up some of the um, results because I just want to see stuff that was a particular moment I'd like to talk about. I'm pretty sure it happened in the control. Yeah, it did. So. Okay, so the the results of the if you didn't catch the game, Florida played Dallas in uh, their Can you home say that series. Again? Well, if you didn't catch the game, Florida, Florida. Yeah, I don't know why. I, I think it's just how I heard it. It was not, like your accent came so heavy there. I feel like it's just my voice. Yeah, no, I don't know why. Like caught me off guard randomly. Um, so Florida played da- uh, Dallas in their home series. Dallas got three and owed. Mm-hmm. 
the hard point went 230 to 198, which actually out of, I think it's the stat is something ridiculous. Like out of 180 hard points we've had this season, there's only been four that have come down to the timer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, So this was right. one of them. Yeah. Okay. So only four have had right. the timer not, you know, knocked off where they can't I, get 250. Yeah, that makes sense. Which is quite interesting. Um, and it shows it was a comp- it was a competitive game. Yeah. Uh, despite what the score says here. Um, so it's pretty competitive. Yeah, it's, it's pretty competitive. It's pretty close. Um, but Florida in S&D won six and three. And then mm. Control is what I want to talk about. So Dallas are now 2-0 and down heading into Checkmate Control. I mean, where else would it be? Checkmate Control, I mean, yeah. So it's <laughs> what we see all, all the time. Yeah. And um, so at this point as a team, you know you have only one option here. Yeah. You are, you're down bad. You, gotta you have you have a reverse sweep, and that's yeah. it. It's so all you've got to do. You can make one more mistake on the maps on the following two maps. It's going to be rough on the following three maps, technically, actually. So heading into this control... As a veteran squad, as a veteran leader with Krim, mm-hmm. like you need to be on your A game, working together as a team, as a machine to complete a reverse sweep. That's how it works. So I felt like the way that they were playing was rough. I feel like they were over challenging. They looked stressed out of their minds. The way that they were playing was super like abrasive, a chaotic. They were flying everything. They were playing way too fast. Way, way, way too fast. They were flying everything. At some points, they were flying so hard with each other that three of them were getting mowed down at a time Mm. um, because they were literally just way too fast. There was no strategy whatsoever in that gameplay that I could see. None. Um, And that was a big issue for me. Watching that, watching Dallas, who I feel like never play like that. Never play like that. Ever, ever, ever. Watching them, like the coin flip, and then actually pull something like that out mm-hmm. when it, they needed it, I just felt like I was very worried about that. That made me really uneasy about this team heading into the major because they made a roster change. Yeah. Usually you make a roster change and it, it does benefit your team. This one was a very controversial roster change. Mm-hmm. Obviously bringing in Fellow, which by the way, Fellow's been great. Yeah, um, I And also Fellow has nothing to do in, in, with in terms of why it's such a bad roster change because he's a great player. He's, it's been, just doing, more, he's been doing great. He's, yeah, it's well. more so just about kind of just the dynamic of the team and letting a superstar go. Yeah. Um, so... I'm a little bit worried with what I'm seeing from Dallas. What, what do you, what did do you, you think? Well, before I give my thoughts, I want to get your opinion on this. Did you think that they, were you maybe less stressed about it watching them play against Minnesota? Like, did it, did it ease your, your mind a little bit? Feeling like, you know. No, I actually picked Minnesota to win in my pickums, And so did a lot of people. Well, I, I, don't blame, I don't blame you. But I'm saying like... Mm watching them beat minnesota where you kind of like okay like you know because like losing them beat florida you're like this is the worst move you've ever done you look terrible like you know what i mean like when they lose against florida you're like everything's chalked at that point yeah. but then they beat minnesota mm. did that change your mind at all of mm. like maybe they're figuring it out not really because um, because and i'll tell you why i didn't because first of all the games are super close yeah they were. um i also think that it's i think it's kind of like a given that at some point in a team in a team this is what i would say and you shouldn't have this mindset based upon like the fact that you're a pro gamer and you should be you should know what you're you're getting into mm-hmm. but i do feel like minnesota have this have this little tendency to think that they're coming up against a team who are down bad and they're not or they can't like i've said this about dallas before 
Dallas will make mistakes, but don't you dare think that they're going to make that again. So I, yeah. I am still worried about Dallas, but like I know that they would have stepped it up for this game. Yeah. I know that they would have well, fundamentally. We, we've said this about Dallas before. They they a little bit played at the level of their competition. Yes. When we talked about them yes. major time. This is with Huke. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think that Rocker, they did it with um, Mutineers, mm -hmm. where Mutineers the day before were terrible. Yeah. Like horrendous, got three and owed. Like, did they even show up to the game? And the next day, yeah, smoke show. Yeah, Minnesota lost, yeah. and Rocker were on an absolute tear as well. So, I feel like Minnesota have a tendency to play down based upon like how teams have been doing recently, mm -hmm. and it's it's something that I've seen a trend. It might not be true. Look, I might yeah. be talking absolute garbage, but this is no, what I, I'm I seeing. Think you, I think you notice it. You know whether or not it's what's happening. I also is... think it's a mindset. I mean, I as an as an athlete, as a if I, if I was a pro gamer, just based upon my mindset, mm -hmm. I know that I would probably do that too. I'll play they've been playing bad yeah we're gonna be fine Don't yeah worry. it's gonna be fine just have fun especially for league matches oh like, uh, yeah and I, and I just that's what i think and i also think that like i i also think that teams also can take the liberty of finding a team that is down bad at the moment and then trying new stuff against them too mm. and i think that can come into um come into play when you we consider stuff like this as well um as long as you're on your a game by your major and you think that you've done enough in that stage to get to a spot where you're happy with obviously rocker and not happy with the spot that they're in right now they're not yeah. in the winner's bracket which is not great um but at this point there's not much that they can do about it um you know this this matchup for me was really it was really rough to watch because this was a deciding match yeah so um <laughs> and i just i just it's hard like so it didn't what, change your opinion it didn't, yeah, on I'm Empire. going in circles here. It didn't yeah. change my opinion on Empire just because of how close it was. But also, it's really hard to explain, but you know when you just have like a feeling mm -hmm. just based upon what you've been seeing recently. And I think that the way that I watched them play that control and just fall apart really made me nervous Empire. because I've never seen, yeah, yeah I've never yeah, seen Empire like, like play yeah. like that before. Yeah. Um, so that made me really nervous because like in all my viewing time in this season i haven't seen minnesota do that yeah i've never seen them do that with standy yeah they've always kept composure and always played their game and look, it might not have worked you know yeah. every single time yeah they, they're, like empire has lost a little bit of their consistency basically yeah to be expected i guess but i just saw them lose composure completely yeah and that was terrifying. i was nervous i thought it, i thought they were gonna get reverse swept when they lost game three i was like oh like they're about to get reverse swept because you know they they are up 2-0 in the control obviously is what Lottie's referring to and they lose the control 3-2 and you're like oh man here we go and they were also playing a hard point that they've never played before yeah. they scrummed it but league match wise they've never played before um okay so what was your question for me I can't remember. Do you remember? No. I think it was just like your, my opinion on Empire, right? I don't really, I don't think I even answered your question, but I just no, talked about what I think about no, both you, of these you, teams. You answered it. I said, did them beating Minnesota change your opinion Not on them? Not really. And you said no. Not really, because you, of two factors, because of what I saw previously against Muniz, um, and the fact the game was so close, and I felt like Minnesota had had a certain mindset in their head when they were, went into that game. Yeah. I think it played an effect of why they lost. That's what I'm saying. Why do you think, like, Minnesota, like, you know, to you saying that about yourself, of you think Minnesota had that mindset? Like, do you think that's really bad? Yeah, I do. Because, like, it was a winner-take-all. You make the winner's bracket here if you win this. So, I they, think, so I to think come out with a really mindset bad. like you're talking yeah. about, I mean, that's pretty That's pretty poor. I mean, look, like I said, I could be talking garbage about this mindset <laughs> thing because I yeah. don't know. 
I don't know, but I'm just saying what I'm seeing in trends and what I th- I feel I'm seeing. Yeah. Because this is the problem with the season. It's so up and down like a roller coaster yeah. that you can only do what you think in your head. You can yeah. only there's only so much that it comes down to in terms of common sense. Like you just think about, okay, how, why would this happen? Like this is weird. You know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think. I think it was just a natural thing. I don't think it was because they didn't want to win. I, I think you, they wanted to win based you, on the score and stuff. Can I give you my yeah, take a yeah, little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I am somewhat, I somewhat feel better about Empire because they beat Rocker. But can I give you my honest I'd take? Lo- I'd love it. Yeah. I don't think Rocker is very good anymore. Really? Yeah, I think, they've, oh. I think they're kind of fading. I think they had their honeymoon stage and I think they're just kind of fading off like most teams do. Just haven't been very impressed. Yeah, I, I see that. I see that. But I do think, I do think they could be on a come up. I, I think that they might have a revamp you happening. Think so? I what, with I the re- same team? See, I really see Rocco potentially at some point winning a major, even with this team. I don't. Really? No. I do. I don't. I think uh, last major was their shot. And I think they missed it. I think they could. Like, I think they have solid. I don't, think, I don't think they were ready enough for last major. Yeah, maybe. But when you're honeymooning and you beat Optic and you're, you're, they were literally on fire heading into it. I think in the best it. of nine, honeymoon ain't going to carry you across the best of nine. <sighs> look at it. Look at Ultra. Are you kidding me? That was all the, they it wasn't honey, honeymoon. They, they were on fire though, which is what I'm saying. Yeah, they well, like, had a momentum run, yeah. but I think like. I'd say it's the same thing. Like honeymooning and being on fire. It's like. Because you me, have so many maps to play and that, at that point, I feel like you need to be prepared. You need to have an expanded map pool to yeah. be able to go across the best yeah, of nine. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I but mean, I, 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 I think that the honeymoon stage just makes you it's just like it's the same thing as like ultra wasn't in the honeymoon because obviously they've been teaming and like didn't like when they picked up insight and immediately equal wins for them but when they caught fire that's literally to me the equivalent of honeymooning because you're just on fire all the time um i could be wrong about them like it's not like they're not capable which do you say about pretty much every team what we're talking about yeah um but i just think like uh, i just they didn't even beat dallas last uh last major and then dallas made a change because of how bad they thought that they were doing you know what i mean bless you <laughs> sorry everyone that's my allergies you know what i mean yeah i do like they didn't even beat dallas and dallas made a change whether or not it's for the better i don't i don't think it's for the better but it's that's i think that's how far ahead phase and ultra really kind of seem to be now ultra it's funny saying that but um i'm not impressed with dallas we'll see what happens with it i did feel a little bit better about their win i thought they looked better but at the same Listen, time i don't I think rocker faith. i don't think rocker is that good so. i have faith because i've seen what this team can do i do think there is hot and cold players rocker on this roster yeah. yeah i do think there's hot and cold players on this roster that if they can start to perform consistently individually i think that we're going to be okay well, I say we. When I mean, you, I'm not from like, Minnesota. Uh, However, I do think that they're going to be okay. And I'll tell you why. Think yeah. about it. Think about it this way. Because if you're thinking of comparing Ultra. Okay. Sorry. I'm really sniffling now because my my allergies are okay. just sneeze. Um, <laughs> um, if you're thinking about Ultra and comparing them. So think about it this way. When Ultra brought on Insight. Yeah. Nothing changed. Mm-hmm. They barely even honeymooned. Yeah. Like, I mean, did they? No, not really. Yeah. Nothing really. Sh- they didn't win yeah. the first debut. Like, it just wasn't fantastic for a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
you have to work out kinks in your team in order to become better. Look, they might be going through a rough patch where things are just like yeah. there's little mis- silly little mistakes that they're making that they can fix because I think that this is a really good team. I do. I see it. When yeah. I see them play, I see flashes of like brilliance yeah. and then suddenly you know I, they I, get counted in certain areas. And I yeah. think I think that they can do this at some point. I think obviously we're over halfway through the season. They need to do it fast. But mm-hmm. I think that they can do it. I do. I don't. I don't disagree with do you. Know you. What I mean, I do. I don't disagree because with Ultra you. Because Ultra figured it out. I think. I think. I don't disagree with you. I think you can just say that about a lot of teams. Because when I 100%. go, because when I go back to Rocker and they were like, "Oh, they look so good into the major." When you really think about it, like they did look really good going to the major, like their honeymoon and they pick up Standy, right? But when you really think about it, they beat Optic, right? At the time, we didn't realize Optic was starting to fall off the wagon of how good I they mean, really are. It was are. a very interesting circumstance. And then, and then they beat. Because the they, they, they threw at them. What? What do you mean the way they won? Because they threw at them. Wait, who are you talking about now? Like, go back to Rocker. <laughs> go back to Rocker last major. Like, before the major. They pick up Standy, right? They 3 0 Optic. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they yeah. They 3 0 Optic. Wait, was that. That wasn't the circumstance with the S&D, was it? No, it wasn't. That's that, in the major. Oh, that in- that's in the major. They beat Optic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Think about when they beat. They, but didn't they go to. Wasn't it a game five S&D? Yeah, it's game five, round 11. You said 3 0 them. Babe, I'm talking about. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking confused. about when they picked up Standy, their very first match oh, versus oh, Optic. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. The yes, Standy hype correct. train starts yes, happening. Three and zero on the debut right. honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they beat. I believe they beat Empire too in that same pool. I'm yeah, pretty they did. Sure. They so did. They, beat Empire. they did. But then when they go into the major, they have a really close series with Empire. They go game five, and then like the way they beat Optic in that scenario, like when you really think about it, like. They had a good tournament, like a good major, but they actually weren't. I just don't think they're as good as everyone thought, you know? That's just my take. I don't know. I don't know. I thought they were great. I, I thought really they were did. good. I just don't I think. Did. I thought they're good. I just don't think that they're winning a major. Not right now, at least. Which is why I think that the Empire win. I'm kind of like, I don't know how to feel about it because I just don't think that Rocker is particularly strong at the moment. Yeah. Like heading into the major, I think that they started slacking. Yeah, I think so. I think that they are due a a revamp in terms of like their strats and what they're doing yeah. and I do making agree sure that they can fix their mistakes. So I do see them as a level-headed team. I do agree with you on, I think that they're, they are a very like solid based team yeah. that can reel it in to be really good. Yeah, so I agree with I, you on I, that. I, yeah. I do. That's, that's, that's where my hope comes in, yeah. in terms of, um, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. here. Um, I don't think there's anything else really to say um, about, the major and the bracket and stuff like that. I mean, I I I know. I just have a weird feeling this is going to be a great major. I agree. Um, last major was wicked. I think this major is going to be even better. I agree. I think it's going to be so fierce the competition. The fact that we're seeing like we're seeing such a mixed bag of what has been going on this season. And like, if you literally compare the bracket, the start of the bracket from of this major compared to the first one, it's just totally different. Yeah. Which I think is wicked. I think that's really cool, and I think the level of competition is uh is super high so really excited let us know your thoughts on the major and what you thought about the dallas home series let us know what you think about some of our opinions because i mean pj and i have slightly differing opinions but we can both see kind of the, yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel in both of them but it's just fun to discuss and we want to know what you guys think i, I love reading the comments yeah. um however we'll move on from uh, call of duty league um even though i want to say i could talk about it all day i think this is most teams heading into a major that can win we're closing yeah, out, yeah, but yeah. I just that's my last comment 100%. on it. I think that this is probably I mean the fact the fact major that we, on three. broadcast one of my ending things on the broadcast was 
who is going to be the Toronto Ultra of this major? Yeah. Because, like, Cause that's a that's genuine feel, valid point. Like, NYSL yeah. can win, LA, LA Thieves can win. Like, just, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's point. crazy. I can't wait. Me too. I, I can't wait, wait either. Um, so, to, uh, we are getting, getting there on time, I'm yeah. pretty sure. So, we'll just talk about a little something um, at the uh, at the end, obviously, as we normally do, just to chill. Um, so, Kick the feet up. <sighs> oh, my God, I can't even move my legs. We've been working out recently, guys, in our home gym with our friends um matt and justin and uh it's been so fun but my god my body's broken yeah. it is you've been, broken. You've been joining in i've been joining in yeah. with the lads on we've the been lab working out for a while but like yeah you shoot what you're i've saying been doing is, it not with yeah. i've just been doing it on my own uh or with you and you joining with the boys yeah, yeah. Been yeah. Lifting heavy heavy lifting man yeah. god my I'm, I'm aching i'm sore mind um so something that has been circling around uh, we're kind of a little late on the train but we don't really care like, do we? Do we care if we're really, like, staying super relevant on something? I mean, we don't, but I don't know what you're talking... I don't know where you're going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you just got to, like, you're like oh, do we, we care? We I don't d- know. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Do I care? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, like, you know when something crazy happens... We're not hype. We're not... We're not like, we're not like, like, no, like yeah. press record. We're gonna, yeah, no, we <laughs> we're don't. Talk about yeah, we don't really You know, care. it's just like, okay, we'll just chill. We'll just chat with you guys. Um... Esports qualifications, apparently oh, that's the yeah, thing. I forgot. So yeah, we did see it when it happened and it's you know ECI. ECI. And what's I Esports Certificate Institute. Institute. Yeah. Anyway, I'm just gonna say this about it for me at the moment. Because it's it's a little awkward because I know for some people who are on the smack the mic. What's the the board? On the board. <laughs> I know a couple of people on the board who actually I you know I really care about yeah. and I like. But I just don't get it. I just don't see a sense in this at all. I really don't. I, I like, I, I appreciate the idea because I, I understand like what the message is. So like, I'm going to give it, Yeah. I'm going to be a devil's advocate. I'm going to be like, good you know, cop and bad cop. Because you know cop. how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be, and trust me, I know how I no, feel about yeah, it. No. Truly. Um, but I'll be, I'll tell you the pros and cons of what I think and the good and the bad with both of it. I appreciate the message. I appreciate the potential reasoning behind it. Okay. So if I have this right, they're trying to like help a lot of people who really don't know where to start, where to begin, how to get into this industry. Because let's be honest, this is it's a, an incredible industry. It's a booming industry. Yeah, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of people trying to get in and don't know how. I mean, it's actually a question I regularly have. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from asking if I have OnlyFans in my requested DMs. <laughs> so like I would say it's number two in, <laughs> in my in my DMs is, you know, how do I how do I get into this? Yeah. Um, which is and really cool. Yeah, which I, lo- the, I love. Not the OnlyFans <laughs> thing, but the... That's really yeah. cool. Um, no, nah, just people asking you how to jump in. By the way, if you, you even in. are trying to think in your head whether or not I have OnlyFans, leave. Um, you you shouldn't be here. <laughs> um, no, so, it's cool that yeah, people are asking cool. you. Yeah, it's cool. And I think that perspective of potentially maybe what this is trying to do for people is a nice thing okay and i and i like that and i like the message and i yeah. get it because it is hard to get into and i do understand however however upon reading about it upon actually looking at material based on this qualification yeah. the exam dear lord it, i feel like it is way out of the park like i just that to me like what i saw like the questions yeah and i was like what yeah because yeah, a couple of the questions we read together about it were just ridiculous. They are just ridiculous. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I couldn't tell you 
that you would have to have that qualification in order to um, come and interview for a job. Like say I, I, I owned an org. So yeah. two times the grind. Say we're getting into Valorant. Say we're yeah. getting into the Valorant some, question. Something. It was like a median of kills, and it was like, oh my god. Say we're getting into something. It's two times the grind. Or plus, who would want a jersey, folks? Anyone? Anyone a jersey? <laughs> I want one. I want one as well. Um, right. We, we we're getting into the yeah. esports space, right? <laughs> Me and you, flipping. Yeah, yeah. let's go. We're okay. looking for people. To we're hire. looking for people to hire. Yeah. Right. We're looking for managers. We're looking for all sorts of talent. I don't know whoever. You, there is no way in hell I am going to be like, I'm sorry, but you need an esports qualification, and that means something to me. Yeah. Because I would look at that and be like, well, you just revised. Like, first of all, the questions are ridiculous. Yeah. And they were so out of, just out of the ballpark, aren't they? Yeah. Just bizarre, like very random and very strange. And I just don't think that I'm looking for someone who, as like, as a business owner, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm not a business owner, I'm not an org CEO or anyone. So, I mean, like, I could be totally wrong here, mm-hmm. but. I just don't think common sense wise, I'm looking for someone to come to me and be like, I have an esports qualification. I'm like, in what? How? What do you mean? Yeah. How are you how are you experienced at all yeah. in any of it? I mean, like, how? Like you to me, you're better off bringing your steam hours to me. <laughs> yeah. Right, do you know what I mean? Like like if you like to look look That's actually a really good point. Someone brings to me the I, e, e what is it, ECI? ECI, yes, ECI yeah. qualification. Someone brings to me literally a screenshot on their phone of their steam hours saying they have two hundred plus hours on balance. I'm like, Yeah, hired. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, but that to me is how more impressive. Two hundred plus. Two hundred? Two hundred. Yeah. Those are rookie numbers, you gotta get I know, that but way I'm just higher. I know, but I'm no. just saying like I'm just saying, like two hundred to me is pretty. That's a lot for me. If you have a full, if you also have a job as yeah, well, that's that's, that's really point. hard. Yeah, good point. Um, if you have a, you know, you're not just getting kids no, off fair. the street. No, that's fair. It's fair. Um, but just you know, I'm just saying, it just doesn't make yeah. any sense to me because I don't know, and it, and and not only that, just the material. What I saw was yeah. just weird. It was weird questions. Yeah. What do I, you think of it, babe? Because I. <laughs> I'm trying to like balance it here, um, and I like what they—I they, like the message. It's just what a jackass! Holy Jesus! <laughs> I'm not even joking. That car was going like 20 miles per hour. <laughs> it went so slow but past the window. But it was so loud. Like... <laughs> um, that was actually There's crazy. There's a window right here, which yeah. is why you can hear it really loud. Yeah. Um, what yeah. do I? What do I think of Convertible. it? Convertible. I have a problem with it. Go on. I like this. Spicy. No, Spicy just, take. Hot it, take. It's so tough because like with a lot of this, like I don't, I hate sounding really mean. And I always say this, like I just, because I feel like I'm just being such a hater at the end of the day. I end, okay, look. I, do you think we're being haters because no, there's just no, no, no way in hell we'd ever take that No, 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 no. Because <laughs> like, look, I'm going to say this. I get what you're trying to do. Yeah, the message. I get the message. I and I can also it. appreciate that they came out after like all this backlash happened. And they kind of like, I don't want to say they backed down of it, but they were kind of like, okay, we hear you on some of the issues and like, we're going to go back to mm, it. Mm. Um, I'll be honest. I just think it's business people trying to start something that's not there. That's just kind of my take. I think it's, I don't want to call it like a cash grab because like, I'm sure that they, I mean, how much they, is it? 400? Uh, the t- well, the test is 400 and then you, I think you pay for a study guide or whatever. Oh my God, um, right, but okay. like, you know, I don't want to call the people out because I think that there are, there are a couple of people that are on the board that I respect. And I don't think that they would associate with those people if they didn't respect them. You know what I mean? Because I don't know the people. Well, I understand because the message is quite a nice message. Yeah, exactly. But I also think it's a cash grab, personally. 
you know, like in the nicest way. Like I think it's a good, I think yeah. it's a, a really good thing you're trying to do and I get it. But overall, I think it's like, you're just trying to start a business and you kind of came up with that and you're comparing like, you know, they compared, um, you know what a CPA is? No. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like, failed this exam. No. So God. like, you know, like uh, a CPA is like an accountant. Yeah. So okay. like Chris, for example, like row one had to take a C, you know, like David, like, sure, yeah, sure. my cousin, mm-hmm. he had to, they had to pass their CPA exam and they compare the price of a CPA exam to what this is. And like, obviously it's, it's way significantly less, but uh, like, think about the comparison you're making. You're yeah. making college university comparison, you know, like top, I don't want to say top of your class, but you're making university exams to yours and like what's your like okay you want to you want to give this eci study guide what's your background to give that yeah like and i'm I've, everything kind of starts that way i guess you could say but like unless you're an expert in your field are you justified in providing i think this? like some of the comparisons as well to like college okay because yeah. you can do stuff in college with esports, with e-sports you can now, do yeah. stuff but like that is coming from a genuine practice educational facility where like universities or colleges are no way gonna let just some crazy ass exam dictate like a degree for example like a degree is a well thought out piece of education and and it's like it has levels to it it has a stimulus it has you know there's so much more to it and also it's more like it's it's also more specific. Like you yeah. have a field that you're doing. Like you, you either go down the digital creation route, the how to make a video game, the you know, you know what if I mean. Like it's all sorts the, of stuff like that. If you pass the ECI exam and you want to go work it's in Call of generic. Duty, why are you taking questions about Valorant? I know. It's, it's like what does that what does that do? So then, like, are, are they going to start looking up your score specific on what you? The questions yeah. are ridiculous. Regardless, like even the exam in itself, it's just the fact that the thought of an exam is just like still. Hmm, also, strange. what what but does the questions? It, also, what like bad. it's for people that want to get into esports because you it, it's such a tough competition, right? Yeah. But here's the thing: if I go to school for journalism, or what, what's like something like a TV host would be. Like broadcaster. Journal, broadcasting or yeah, you, or no, you would go for journalism right. and you'd go for like um journal there's journalism i didn't i didn't do any of that no. like actually you'll I'm, find I'm, a lot I'm, of famous saying, broadcasters don't yeah, do that right so that's they what i'm saying so right different. so if i go to college like, say say it's not about esports anymore right say i wanted to be a broadcaster yeah i go to college mm-hmm. right i get my degrees i do all that stuff and i go to insert you know top publication here right your cnn's your foxes whatever right and i want to be a broadcaster are they giving me my shot because i have my i got my certificate i got my degree like hey look i belong in this field no like because you have it's i get the idea of it but at the end of the day what does it really do because if you pass your eci test you still then have to figure out where you're gonna go yeah do you know what I think they could they should have done or could have done? Yeah. Rather than have an exam that dictates whether or not you are capable yeah. of working in esports, which by the way, that exam to me Yeah, the exam is bad. does not dictate yeah, whether you are capable. Is, mm-hmm. If you cannot pass that exam, that does not mean that you cannot I, I, work I, in I esports. It. Some of the questions that's I'd, 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 I'd fail it. it. Me yeah. too. I'd fail it now. <laughs> yeah. I'd fail it now and I would say that I'm one of the top females in the top of my league. 100%. I mean I'm I'm a Call of Duty League host. It mm. doesn't get much bigger than that in terms of like Call of Duty, yeah. <laughs> you know, an analyst, a yeah, like bro- that's yeah, where it goes. Right. So for me, like that's obviously like a dream come true. But mm-hmm. there is no way in hell I would be passing that exam. Yeah, 
That doesn't mean that I'm not qualified or like I'm not good enough to be there. I mean, I know the game in and out. I, I've i hosted for such a long time that I have no problem hosting whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, the stuff I have to deal with hosting from home is so hard. Like, and our the production test team, a test doesn't prepare you no, for that. No, our production team do such a stellar job from home. It is so, so hard what yeah. they do. And it is so hard as a broadcaster. I'm literally standing there in my room with nothing in front of me. Yeah. It's really, it's really difficult. I'm, I have literally the smallest screen sometimes mm. where I need to do like a sponsored read. And it is so, it's really hard from doing it from home. There I is can, no way I that exam that. could tell me whether or not I could do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, well, and that's what... Oh, sorry, I was going to say, do you know what they should have done? What's that? What they should have done is they should have created a business. If they wanted to create a business around, around something like this to help people get into the industry, mm-hmm. create a LinkedIn for esports. So like, don't call it LinkedIn, but call it something else where people who have different, you know, want to do something, want to get into esports, and it's open for other businesses and other orgs to join on and to be a part of. And they can read through people's portfolios. Yeah. Make it make it a, a website where you can upload your work, your videos. Like if you want to be a caster, you have recorded yourself over gameplay. Yeah, that's good. Your voice, you know, write stuff about kinda yourself. Like, kind of like a place you can update your uh, yeah. resume. Basically, yeah. a massive resume that has also an area where you can upload videos and yeah. digital art and has a has a place where you can, like you that. know, it's, it's, it's open for a wide variety of people when it comes to business management, digital art, digital creation, videography, um, editing, all sorts of things to do with esports, everything and anything kind to do like with esports, a, um, production, whatever. Kind of like a, uh, I don't know, obviously, but like I always see the ads for like Indeed and stuff like that, which is like websites that help you get jobs like you upload yeah. your resume and all yeah. your portfolio and all that stuff and like jobs can like seek you out yes. through that it's kind of that's kind of what you're yeah, saying exactly it's like a pla- create it like that a place where, you get, where an org yeah. can go to go to, to find post, people post that, a post a thing saying hey looking yeah. for this person you can then in your your um filter yeah no yeah. But like but you in your profile on this so-called website eci let's call it just say eci did this yeah you go onto your profile and you apply for that job based on like everything that you've built out in your portfolio yeah. in your profile like you have you have what you want to be you can apply to jobs through that website and that will help you get in the industry and then that company that as a business you go out and you pitch to orgs to make sure that orgs are using your website to post for yeah. potential because people people do things. that now but it's way it's more it's way orgs, more yeah because people do that now but it's way more direct like i see esport engine posting for jobs but like if you're new to gaming and maybe you don't know what esport engine is you're not going to see it compared to to yeah. what you're saying you and could also, maybe go you could have your profile yeah. but then find but it but i like, think it also can help you because it has the right tools for yeah. you to create a stellar looking profile yeah like you can have a really lovely organized biography yeah, they should have hired you to ev- do this everything i mean i've just come up with a hundred million dollar idea <laughs> hundred million dollars a billion dollar idea oh my god is that what the gaming industry is a billion dollars i don't know but i've come up with a stellar idea I'm just saying, who's with me? Because I, I think that I, that, that I, is a I, much I better way of helping people get into yeah. it. And not only that, ha- taking control yeah. of what they do. Because you can, can you can that way, take control of what you're good at. Like you can show your skills. There's no way that piece of paper, that ECI that has a weird fluctuation of so many different aspects of esports, which make no sense. Those questions are so weird. That does not tell me anything about you as yeah. a person. Because it's not specific. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really... Un- Esports is not specific. Esports is filled with so many different alleyways mm-hmm. that you can go down. I'm sorry, but one piece of paper does not tell me about you. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah, I agree. Just saying. 
just what do you guys think i want to know what do you guys think about that yeah. because it's, it's a very interesting topic it has been one that has been like kind of talked about yes we're slow on the trend because we really we're just chill here um but let us know what you think about it because I'm, I'm very interested to see what you guys think and i have i feel like i have come up with a really good alternative suggestion yeah, because i agree i don't want people thinking for a second we're like you're not allowed in that isn't i it, think that's not, not the way to do it it's not that's it, not it's not a matter of it. you're not allowed in it's just a matter of a, four, a 400 dollar piece of paper in this industry isn't going to be what does it and again the pro- part of the problem mm. with it is what's a your what is your qualification to yeah. give that that has a respect i'm gonna give you some know, advice on it, the back of it after okay can i finish yeah, real yeah, quick absolutely if like someone like Hex, this is no offense to the people who are running it. If someone like Hex, as we talk about Optic and the empire that they built, if someone like Hex, Nadeshot, and um, who's like another big like top owner, like I can think of like Hastro, right? Something yeah. like that, right? Mm-hmm. Guys that have been around forever and did it. If they came out with like a, that same thing, way more justified. Yeah, because they, they've been here for a they've long, been, and, long time. And they know, but, and I, I think the idea in general isn't, didn't hit the mark i think what you said was fantastic but so my advice okay guys if you are looking to get in the scene i would advise to not do that i mean i don't know how far i really should go with saying that but that to me doesn't make any sense i'll just wait yeah don't be quick to do it yeah i'll wait and just see what you think however Mm. what i would say if you are trying to get into the scene here's some advice depending on what you want to do make yourself known be loud Esports is not a quiet place to be. In a good way. Um, yeah, in a good way. Be loud. Be obviously, you know, mature. Yeah. Um, but if you want to do something specific, go out and get it. There's no way that you can just sit there and just do nothing. If you want something, go out and get it. Create a resume. Create. Um, I think the best thing to do is create material. Like depending on what you want to do, depending on what field you want to go down in esports, but. From a broadcast perspective, which is what questions I get asked a lot about broadcasting and casting, create material, go and do things off your own back, go find, go literally go find games, dub out all of the sound and put your voice over the top of it. Go play some Call of Duty league play matches, whatever you want to do, even you playing, it doesn't matter and go and cast them over, over the top of the gameplay. It's funny. Go make material. It's funny, like... It's an obviously it's an unbelievably hard scene to get into now because it's it's on the come up and so many people want to be in it, but like for the most part, like the come up story is really always the same for most people. It's yeah. Like you started out like you didn't know what to do, and you just kind of went for it, and you like yeah. record content and cast over stuff, and you know you start doing interviews and like mm-hmm. you know you do anything you can do. You start reaching out to players and or not necessarily players, but you reach out to organizations and Mm -hmm. companies who are doing this stuff and it's like you know i think of like i think like i think of so many stories that all start that way remember like caster uh butters like caster butters you know you know he started out like obviously i don't i don't with especially with halo i don't know what he's up to nowadays but like he was he was at 2018 worlds right you know know how he started out he cast matchmaking i know and it it blew up on yeah. stream. Everyone was like, everyone thought it was hilarious and really funny. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's, 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 he's at an event. Exactly. And like that, there's so many different so many avenues stories. to go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did that, but I didn't do that with esports no, at the yeah. time. I wasn't really sure, like, you know, of, about the esports world, yeah. to be perfectly honest. But were, I did that did. with traditional sport. Yeah. I literally bugged the BBC. I emailed the guy over and over and over again yeah. with like stuff that I had done for free and like people I had just gone and interviewed just for fun and stuff like that and i did it over and over and over again and he finally saw my email somehow and was like oh wow god you're really persistent like you clearly really want this yeah. do you want to come in for an internship in the bbc i was like yeah bbc by the way it's like cnn um 
and UK. I was like, yeah, 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 in the UK and actually in Wales. And I and I started off my journey interning for BBC, watching the top journalists do their stuff. I learned so much from literally just bugging people yeah. <laughs> um, and offering to do stuff. And I think obviously there's another there's another kind of alleyway that we could yeah. go down another time about the pay and, stuff the pay like and that, internship. Yeah. But I was paid by the BBC, so that yeah. was nice. Um, I was actually paid. I was on their payroll, which was great. Um, but I think like to start out with just to get noticed, I think it's it's pure passion that needs to drive you. Sorry, we've got maniacs on our on our street. Um, yeah. Pure passion needs to drive you. And I think if people in the industry see passion, I know that I'm hiring passion over paper. Paper. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Passion think, over um, paper. I 100% would. Yeah. Me. I think I just think uh, every every story is kind of the same of you just love it yeah. and you're grinding, you're grinding to do content and figure mm-hmm. stuff out. Like Lot said, nothing's stopping you. You want to be a caster or an analyst? Um play your voice, you know, put put a gameplay on, cut out the sound and cast over it or maybe at the end, you know, you give your analysis and you start between it to people. And you know what I mean? I'll tell you what, players, casters, talent, they see what most of the time unless you tweet something dumb and get blocked, people are seeing what you're going to say. Because that's the yeah. beauty of social media at the end of the day. So whether it's emailing people or tweeting it at people, you know what I mean? Like just yeah, like you're saying, you got to get out and Yeah. You do. And I think it, Put yourself different, out there. it's different alleyways for management and, and yeah. coaching and uh, stuff like that. I think coaching is a very tough one because it's coaching it's comes networking. with experience as yeah. well. Experience, like most coaches are ex-pro players for a reason yeah. because they're incredible and they're brilliant. Their minds are great. Because some of it comes for something like that, it just comes down to like networking mm-hmm. too. But managing yeah. uh, managers and stuff like that you know that's a kind of different alleyway and that's more like connections like emails send a ton of emails um have a great looking linkedin profile that you can push people to have a great resume a very Mm. organized because with management it's all about organization it's all about how you present yourself it's about being the person that people want to look up to and respect because managers look people got to listen to them on Mm -hmm. the team so there's all sorts of different things that you can do within yourself to show that you are more than capable. And I don't think it does just come down, down to a generic and a very strange exam result. Yeah. Anyway. Agreed. Yeah. So time to rate our coffee. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Shall I go first? How I, many How many grinds? Are I you? give it an eight. You're going to give it an eight out of ten? Okay. Yeah. What did you think about it? I thought it was really good. I actually really with, you know, it took a little bit of work. We talked about at the start of the episode, um, took a little bit of work to get it to be, but I think that was our fault, you know, to get it to be a delicious cup of coffee. I actually really like it now. So I give it an eight. I would have gone higher. That's how much I, I've actually. I would give this. I'd actually would have liked it more, I think. 8.8. Oh, wow. Grinds out of 10. Because oh, wow. I think this is a stellar cup of USA coffee, a cup of joe <laughs> that I could imagine in a diner yeah. that you are just, it's a sip of heaven. You know, you, you're you're eating your pancakes from IHOP and and you and your hash brown. What is it? The hash potato hash. Hash brown. Not hash brown. It's the it's the one that's like it's in a pile and it's grated. Yeah, I think. What's it called? I don't know. Potato hash. Potato I guess. Hash I don't know. Pile. I don't potato know. mountain, and your sausage links, <laughs> and your streaky bacon that's cooked to the high heavens, and it God, it is delicious. And then you take a sip of that, and that is. Oh, it's the cherry on yeah, the top. Yeah, it's a dark roast. It's yeah. it's, it's pretty it's strong. Dark, it's meant it's to be strong. It's a dark roast, and it just—I mean—the packaging reads to me diner. Does yeah. it not? Yeah, it kind of does. The, the packaging reads diner. It says not your average Joe. I feel like 
just the terminology that, and stuff is like... You mean that like, a compliment, obviously. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. I love it. I love the pack. I think it's wicked, but that's that's what I want out of a coffee. I want the coffee yeah. to taste the way that the packaging is saying yeah. as well. Like, well, you know, like some people in here, like that, the diner coffee, and some people don't like... Well, the packaging looks like a diner. It's yeah. like, it's got like the lines through it. It's got like the kind of diner writing, like the mm-hmm. font and stuff and the style, which I love diners. Don't you? I love it. It's yeah. like a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. Ooh, I love a diner meal. Um, yeah, and... Yeah, it reminds me of the shiny diners, you know, the ones that are really shiny, yeah. metal shiny. Um, but yeah, I think it's really delicious. I think they're definitely on on the ball when they said this delicious blend is anything but average. I think it's really good. Strong. Solid dark roast. I don't think you can go wrong with if it. you want a strong coffee, there you don't go. Don't you can go wrong with that in the yeah. morning. I think it's it's really, really nice. Um, so yeah, 8.8 8 and an 8. Yeah. Lovely stuff. I think beautiful. I would have went higher. Like if I think that... I think that you still I, change your mind if you want. No, I'm, I'm going to stay with an 8 just because of my initial impression of it. Word. It, just because of my initial impression, I'm going to go with an eight. I think an eight's good. Beautiful. Because I didn't love it at the start, but I think, again, I think that was on us because we, I think we messed with the levels a little bit because um, it was really strong and I like strong coffee, but almost like too strong, you know, so, mm-hmm. but we figured it out and I think it's, I do think it's delicious now. Beautiful. Well, I think that's about it. We're going to wrap it up for episode 12. It has been a pleasure bringing you this episode on your Wednesday. And I hope you're having a wonderful week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, stay time. rested. It's major time on Thursday. So I hope you're getting yourself ready. Get your snacks in, guys. Go to Acme. Go to ShopRite. Go to Target. Wherever, you, you know, whatever your local <laughs> is. Go get some snacks because you ain't moving for they the rest might, of the week. They might not have. They, the only thing they might know from that is Target. <laughs> I, Depending on where they're at, you know what I mean. Well, then I'm with you. Go to your, gro- go I'm to your with grocery you, store. Those are, the, those are the only ones I go to your grocery there store you and get a massive pot of cheese balls and just go ham, guys. <laughs> it's the time to just have fun. Um, <laughs> hope you've enjoyed this episode. We love hearing from you guys, so please keep commenting. Thank you so much for the likes. Thank you for the love. We appreciate you. Thank you for sharing and writing in. We love to see it. We love you guys, and we will catch you on the next episode. And as always. Stay on the ground.